Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special bonus episode of the Discover Your Inner Awesome podcast. My name is Rajiv Nathan, a.k.a. The Raj Nation. And this is a bonus episode because if you listened last week, you found out, bum, 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 Martin McGovern is no longer co-host of the Discover Your Inner Awesome podcast, and I'm excited to introduce to you my brand new co-host, her name is Victoria Cohen. Victoria, welcome to the show and welcome to official co-hosthood of Thank the show. Thank you, Raj. I'm excited to be here. What I'd like to do with this episode for you, our listeners, um, is give you give Victoria a chance to talk about herself. Um, I'm, I'm very intentionally putting the spotlight on you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times people say, not to put the spotlight on you, but no. But literally, I, yeah, put the literally spotlight on you. Literally put the spotlight on you. On you. Um, and yeah, I want our listeners, I want you, our listeners, to understand um, Victoria's perspective, her, her mindset, uh, why I think she's going to be great as a co-host on the show, um, just so you have a little bit of, of uh, insight before we start getting into season seven, which will launch soon, and getting uh, and having you know, new guests on the show with Victoria co-hosting alongside me. So Victoria, to kick this off, um, tell our listeners, tell me. Yeah. About yourself. Sure. Who is Victoria Cohen? Sure. Oh, man. I'm complicated. <laughs> um, no, I am um, a Chicago liver, I guess. I wouldn't say native because I've only lived here five years. Um, I'm from California. Um, I moved to Chicago after I graduated college five, almost six years ago. Um, still not used to the weather. Still really disappointed <laughs> that winter happens every year. Um, but I... Um, I left my corporate job and started teaching yoga full-time, which is actually how Raj and I know each other. We did our yoga teacher training together last year. Um, and so I'm kind of in this like really interesting phase of discovering um, my inner awesome, I guess, uh, on, on my own little path, sort of one day at a time, um, and figuring out like what I'm going to be doing next. Um, and it's really neat. I actually was just thinking about this the other day as I um, was talking to a friend about, you know, sort of my process and what I'm going through right now. Something that my dad said when I left my corporate job, which I'll um, talk a little bit about in a few minutes, that when you realize it's okay to say goodbye and let something go, um, you'll realize there are so many opportunities out there that you just weren't that you didn't see before, that you weren't open to, um, that will just present themselves. And that's sort of like what I'm really discovering right now that's super cool. Um, and this podcast is, is kind of one of those things that like probably wouldn't have come along my path if I had stayed on that path I was on six months ago. Um, so a little bit about that, I actually have a, um, a background in engineering um, of all things, because now I'm a yoga teacher, so that's very interesting. Um, I went to SMU in Dallas. Uh, I studied engineering and um, always been a very like type A, go, 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 wound pretty tight, like have everything planned out sort of person. Um, so, you know, partway through college, I got my internship with Pepsi and supply chain, um, and they asked me to come on full time when I graduated, which I did in 2011. Um, and so I worked there in supply chain for four years which was really great, learned a ton of stuff, um, had some like really neat opportunities to um, travel to Asia and, and manage um, some really cool supply chain projects. Um, and then after four years of that, I felt like I needed to see something a little different. So I moved over to shopper marketing for my last year at Pepsi, which was also interesting because I have no 
background in marketing. <laughs> so it was, um, and it was a brand new team and it was one of those, like, you know, Pepsi is a big company that's very competitive and uh, very go, go, go. You're like kind of always on, right? It like never really turns off, um, which was great. Um, but yeah, I was dropped into this like very new organization that um, was also sort of finding itself. And, you know, as new organizations go, is understaffed and under-resourced and all that stuff. So it ended up being um, a year of, like, absolute chaos, which looking back on it now, it was, you know, it was a great experience. And I learned so much about a lot of things that I wouldn't have learned if I stayed, you know, in supply chain. And, um, and I think it also helped me to understand that, like, I could take a step out of that really sort of set path that I was on of engineering, supply chain, et cetera, um, and do something that was like way out of my comfort zone. So I did the role for about a year um, and I I had been toying with the idea of leaving and doing something different. I'd kind of become super stressed. I'm like a stressy person anyway. So being in that like very intense, like competitive environment um, just it created like a lot of strain. Um, also at the same time, um, last fall, so we had done teacher training together. Um, I was working my full-time job at Pepsi. My, um, I was planning a wedding. My husband and I were getting married in October. Um, we were finishing renovations on this condo. And so it was like just all these crazy, yeah, out. that we're now, <laughs> that we're now like doing more renovations too. That's like never ending story. Um, so it was like all these crazy life events happening at once. And I just like, and, and actually, Actually, I was offered um, a really great promotion in my job um, to keep moving up. And I just, I had sort of like verbally accepted the promotion. Um, and I just one day I said like, I, today has to be the day I have to have to get out of this. I like, I just can't do it anymore. I didn't see, I basically when they offered me the promotion, I was super excited. It was obviously like, you know, I felt really good about myself. It was a really nice um, gesture of, you know, showing that I'd done good work, but I realized I didn't, I didn't want to do that job. Like I knew that I wasn't going to enjoy it and I was going to continue to just be really stressed. And I didn't see the path ahead of me as like what I, what I would be happy doing. So I felt like I kind of just needed to take a step back. Um, such a millennial. I am such a millennial. <laughs> I know. I said that the other day to someone who was taking my yoga class and I told them about what else I'm doing. And I was like, oh my God, I said, like, <laughs> such a stereotypical millennial. Um, but hey, you know what? That's what our generation is. So that yeah. might be what we're defined by, but hopefully we're successful doing it. And, yeah. you know, that's that's who we are. Um, I'm a proud millennial. Yeah. I am. Own I am. It. Yeah. Yeah. I'm owning it. Anyway, so I, you know, I told Pepsi, I was like, I, I got to go. I just have to get out of here. And they were they were amazing. Um, my manager at the time was like, if you want to go back to supply chain, if you want a different job, if you want us to like hold this job for you while you take a few months, like, let us know. And I was like, do not do that. Do you know, this job, like, that is so nice. But I, I know how, like, under-resourced this team is. Yeah. Please do not do that to the rest of the people on this team. Um, so I left on really good terms. Um, but I was just like, you know, I need to go do something different. And um, so I started teaching yoga full-time. I had already taken on a few classes. And that was my plan, is that I was going to be teaching yoga. Um, and actually, that was sort of like um, – my main plan was that I to, to keep building up classes and, and maybe eventually open my own yoga studio, et cetera. Um, but I was just kind of like jumping into the whole like yoga and wellness scene and sort of going to like see what happened. Mm -hmm. 
So that was last September, um, you know, a few weeks after I left my job, we got married, um, the election happened, all of that crazy stuff. And, uh, and then it was the new year and um, we actually did like a delayed honeymoon. So we did that in early February. And so got back like all these sort of like crazy whirlwind things in life. I just, you know, kept kind of happening and then got back in early March and I, I had a little slump and I felt like, what am I doing with my life? Like I have a master's in engineering and I'm teaching yoga and not that that's a bad thing, but you know, I think we get into these um, moments of, you know, self analyzing and sort of, you know, wondering like, am I doing enough? Am I, am I contributing as much? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And it's, and it's Especially if you have an advanced degree. Totally, totally. And it's really hard to, although what's really funny is my dad keeps joking. Like I showed him how to like roll out his leg. He was like having issues with his knees. I showed him how to do that. And now I've gotten him into like, he's taking yoga at home. And he's like, you've actually taught me more things as a yoga instructor (laughs) than you have as an engineer. Um, But yeah, so I had these like couple of moments and I'll be totally honest. It was um, also right when we got back from our... um, I haven't really said, told anyone this. Right when we got back from our honeymoon, it was like National Women's Day, I think was right around that time, like not long after. And I was so excited to see all these women posting like amazing things that they were doing and like feminists and yeah, all that. And I like, I felt awful that day. I felt like I'm not doing enough. Like I'm not You're being not a woman who's like doing what i think is great Um, which of course I talked to some other girls afterwards and um, you know sort of about that and they were like you know I think we all have those days where we're like what I'm doing isn't significant and they're like but think about it I mean you know people sometimes your whole day can be turned around by taking a great yoga class or a workout class and so they're like just remember that when you do that you are having an impact on someone who may be having a really crappy day and then they come to your class and you know they feel so much better um So anyways, that was sort of the catalyst for what I'm starting to work on now, which is my blog, Almonds and Asana. Um, So it's kind of combining a few things that I care a lot about um, and just sort of like trying to channel that energy of like, how can I do more? Um, So I've always been super into food and healthy cooking and like meal planning. So my super crazy type A planner in me, I like have to spend my Sunday going to the grocery store and getting everything ready for the week. Um, And, you know, I love cooking and obviously I'm like very into yoga and fitness. Um, And so I wanted to combine those things, but I wanted it to also have a real underlying theme of action. So like I said, post-election, I think I had a big wake up call, like I need to do more. Um, And my first reaction was, oh, my God, I need to be a senator or like I need to, you know, do whatever. We all have to run for office. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like you have this big uh, revelation where you're like, whoa, I haven't done anything to contribute to my country and I need to do something big. And and then I quickly realized, like, okay, pump the brakes. That's not going to happen now. Maybe probably not ever. And so then, you know, I tried taking a step back and like, okay, where can I volunteer and that sort of thing. And then even that can become really overwhelming. Like 
so many places had an influx of a million people wanting to volunteer after the election. You know, there's these long processes of filling out applications. And anyway, so it was sort of a, a, a you know, take one step forward and two steps back kind of thing for, for a little while there. Um, and then I realized that it just needs to be small actions. And maybe they turn into big things. Um, but, you know, if we just each take a lot of small actions in our lives, not only will we feel like we're contributing more, we will be contributing more. Um, so anyways, my blog is really focused on health, wellness, fitness, food, but also how you can take action. So like reducing your food waste, for example. So like a lot of my recipes have to do with like using leftover things you've already used before or like parts of your vegetables that like you normally would just cut up and throw away or um, all those sort of things. And then just, you know, creating like an open dialogue about how we can be more active in our communities, in the broader world. Um, yeah, and so then that kind of brings me to Discover Your Inner Awesome, um, which you, you know, brought brought up a few weeks ago. And I think for me what's exciting about it is um, getting to be active, right? So, like, just having these really important conversations with people. Um, in listening to so many of your episodes, I've learned so many things that uh, kind of about myself like that have been articulated in a in a new way um things that i could identify with but i hadn't like really outright thought about before um and i just think that that's really important and it's really important in this whole you know active if you will engage lifestyle to engage one another mm. and have these discussions um i think that's like a part of what's going on in our country is that we're just not necessarily engaging in the right way or engaging enough. Um, and so I think this is a really cool opportunity to do that. Yeah, awesome. So yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about the concept that you said your dad said about yeah. once you're ready to say goodbye to something, mm -hmm. it opens up yeah. opportunities for totally. other things? Yep. Talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I think basically what he was saying is um, so my dad's a serial entrepreneur. He's like started and so he's from New York. Um, he and my mom met at UC Berkeley. He was the and when he was in college, he was the first person to ever have like a food stand in California. So he had pretzel stands in college, yeah. And then my parents owned like flower, you know, flower carts in San Francisco and a dried flower business and then it got into the beauty business and he's done a million different things. Um, and I he's one of those people who's um, who's never like really visibly upset when an opportunity doesn't work out because as an entrepreneur, he's done a lot of things. A lot of, you know, some have been successful, a lot have not. And I've, I've seen that. Um, and I've just noticed that he's, he's never, or, you know, when someone comes in with a great idea and he doesn't end up doing it and then it becomes really, someone else makes it really successful. He's never like mad about it or, you know, kicking himself or, or anything like that. And I think it's because he knows that there's always, there are always more opportunities. There's always, you know, something, something else you can do. And if you don't hold on to that, you let it go. Um, you're in a position to be, to have your eyes a little more wide open to what else could come along. Yeah. Um, and so, so for me specifically, I think where I'm being open is, yeah, I love yoga and maybe down the line it would make sense for me to own a yoga studio like if we have a family and we're settled somewhere and all of that. But 
at this point, I think what makes the most sense for me is to just be open to opportunities that come along. Um, so like my blog and, you know, Discover Your Inner Awesome podcast. And I think just keeping yourself open to opportunities, like the universe just knows it. And then like things come your way and, and then they kind of connect, yeah. you know? Well, and it's it's... It's not, it's not like a full on like oh the universe just knows it. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Um, it, like that has to come with a qualifier attached. Totally. To it. I think the qualifier is that. So you started the blog not too long ago. No, right? like a month. But you've and just been fish. very active about mm-hmm. letting people know it's what you're doing. Yep. And your Instagram, mm-hmm. you're very like adamant or you're very regular with how much you post <laughs> on that, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's good content. Um, and so people start to see, oh, this is what she's interested in. Mm-hmm. Oh, she seems to be really good at that. Oh, maybe she could help me out with this thing. Or maybe totally. she could get involved in this thing too, right? Because like, yep. I think you're even managing bare feet power yep. with social media now, yep, right? Yep, exactly. Yep. And that starts with you doing something for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then other people are like, oh, maybe she can help me with that, right? Totally. So totally. It's, um, it's really what I think is interesting is your even just your last like three months. Mm-hmm. Is a perfect example of everything I taught people for three years with my last business yeah. who were in the career changing market, which was like, figure out a purpose, mm-hmm. act on that purpose, promote that purpose, and people will want, like, it will be so infectious, people will be like, right. how do I get involved with what they're doing? Totally. Or how do I get them involved with what I'm doing? And that's what I think is, and it... it the fact that it's hap- it's it's starting to kind of cascade for you so quickly is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would not have asked you to be a guest to be a co-host on this podcast rather mm-hmm. if I didn't see like you know I was talking yesterday with um, our mutual friend slash co-teacher Aaron mm-hmm. uh, Aaron Smith and she was asking me like oh like, like Victoria said she's going to host the oh, podcast yeah, yeah, with yeah. you yeah. like like why did you like how did that come about why did you pick her and I was like. I, I I really see like she is going for something, and I want to f- I want this to be a thing that can help catalyze her. Mm-hmm. Um, but that all comes back to the fact that because we we I mean you met me for coffee like and like right when you got back from your honeymoon yeah right? and, yeah and that was when you told me you were like and that was like, early March I had this so moment like where I was like ah oh, like what am I doing I need to be doing more mm-hmm. right and that was not too long ago two months most people. Because I've had that conversation with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Most people, two years later, will will have not done anything. Yeah. I think two days later, you <laughs> sent me like, hey, here's the first iteration of my blog. Can you take a look at it? So I was like, wow, she's really doing this. This is awesome. And just knowing all... Because we've become pretty good friends over mm-hmm. the last year. I don't know. Had we ever met each other prior to teacher No, training? I don't think so. Probably, I always like, wonder that. We've probably taken the same class at some yeah, point. I've never probably. known it. Um, and I just know like in all the... Com- like. A lot of the conversations we have mm-hmm. are things that, like, conversations that I'm having on microphone anyways in the podcast. Totally. So totally. for me, it was just kind of like a natural extension to be, uh, and, and knowing that um, Martin was going to sunset out of the out of the podcast, mm-hmm. it made sense to me to say, hey, I think you'd be a good fit for this, and I think it's going to fit well into your career portfolio. Because that was the other Definitely. part of it, too, is there are other people who I know I'd have good conversations with on a regular basis as well. But as I've said before, is like mm-hmm. I need someone who can be a good co-host, but can also help me make this show bigger. Definitely. And there are other people who I know could be a good co-host, 
but that's about all they can contribute. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I totally hear you on that. And yeah, I'm, I think that's that's why I'm excited about it too, that it just, it, it melds really well with everything else that I'm trying to do. Um, and I think that's part of, part of what I'm sort of describing my blog as is like part journey part guide so like it's sort of me discovering out how to be you know active Mm -hmm. and then also using that so my journey but then also like that maybe can help be a helpful guide for other people um and so yeah just like maybe being active just means like just actually doing what you say you want to do and taking that first step and then sort of you know the other things come along with it like the podcast yeah i mean uh just doing it really is the first. Totally, thing, right? yes. Because there, because there's a lot of people who talk. Nike's got talk it. Just them. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but there's a lot of people who keep saying, oh, "I want to start this. I want to do that," and they are always saying that. Yeah. Well, actually, and a big, a big thing that sort of was said, or I, uh, something that really stuck in the back of my head when I was trying to, you know, figure out leaving Pepsi because I, I thought about this for mm-hmm. quite a while and it was like some days it'd be like okay today's the day I'm gonna do it and then like it would never happen because I was too scared <laughs> but what kept coming back to me was actually something that um that someone said in yoga teacher training Deborah um was and I, and I don't know exactly how she said it but it was basically like um there's already someone else out there doing what you want to be doing who's probably less qualified yeah and doing it successfully (laughs) and I was like she's right like there are definitely other people out there teaching yoga or blogging and like not that I'm like so great at either of those things but there's lots of people out there doing it and I'm probably just as qualified if not more in some areas you know I I have every right to to have a voice too right and so and whether it's you know yoga or blogging or being coming a doctor whatever it is you know that there are already other people out there doing it and you know, if you don't jump in, you you lose out on that. The example I always use for that, because people are like, oh, no, someone else is already doing that. I can't yeah. do it. I always say, watch ESPN the day after yes. the Super Bowl or watch the news ever. Watch CNN <laughs> yes. for an entire day. Yeah. There are 10 different shows going. Was it, did I tell you? You that? told yeah, me okay. this. Yes, that yeah, totally There are 10 different me. shows yes. talking about the same effing thing mm-hmm. the whole day. But... People want to hear what Anderson Cooper has to say. Mm-hmm. People want to hear what Wolf Blitzer has to say. People want to hear what, what's her name, Aaron Burnett has to say. Yep. Right? They're all talking about the exact same issues. Right. People just end up hearing a voice they like and gravitating towards that person's totally. perspective. And that's totally. really what all this stuff is about at the end. Like, this show is a is a running dialogue and a running, like, documentary of yep. different perspectives that we bring to the table. Totally. And that was, like, what I was saying is in listening to, you know, in playing catch-up and listening to, like, every season uh, or as many episodes as I can of the podcast that, like, there were a number of things um, that, you know, in the moment when I heard them, I was like, oh, my God, that's so true. I just hadn't thought about it that way before. And, you know, not that there, not that there aren't 10 other people or a million other people in the world who might have that same idea or have had that same conversation, but, you know, you hear it and you gravitate to it yeah and it's um the, and the more you put it out there the mm-hmm. more people can gravitate to it and the more people the more the existing people like want to hear it totally. because a lot of people will have like a one and done mentality like like oh my first blog post didn't get a million readers oh, well yeah. this must be crap <laughs> but it's it's honestly it's more about 
creating a full body of work. Yes. And then people Good content. start to. Because like when we started this, when, when Martin and I started this show two years ago, our first, I don't know how many episodes, was like between 10 and 20 listeners. Yeah. Didn't stop us from continuing. Right. And then we just kept putting stuff out and then more and more people started to listen. Now we get a few hundred per episode, mm-hmm. and that was with, and that's with zero focus on growth, right? Which is why now I'm excited to have you help out with the growth mm-hmm. aspect of it, and hopefully we can grow this into the thousands of listeners. Yep. Um, but it it's it's like consistency is what's so important with any of this stuff. Yeah. And that's why like you know we put out a show every Monday. Um, we while the the topics vary, people know they're going to get a conversation show and they know there's going to be a question that's answered mm-hmm. by the end of the show. They know it's yep. going to be an entrepreneur, a founder, ours, or musician as a guest. Yep. Um, and people start to like that and come back to it and then totally. their friends and then more people come to it. Um, but it never would have, it's, it's like you, you, you talk about from your end about how like you have opportunities like being a host, host on this show now opening up for you. But that never happens for you if I never, a couple of years ago, Mm-hmm. Decide to open up opportunity for myself and say, yep. I want to have interesting conversations. Like, I'm having a lot of conversations that afterwards I'm like, I wish I would have recorded that. Yeah. <laughs> I should yeah. probably start recording these, and I'd <laughs> yeah. love to meet people and have these conversations with them too. So, if I had never created that opportunity for myself a couple right. of years ago, then. So, this thanks, Raj. Yeah. <laughs> so appreciate it. <laughs> but you start to look at like just kind of the, the lat of. Yeah. Because it, it's never like no, nothing's ever done in a silo, nothing's ever done just mm-hmm. in the confines of. I'm just going to sit at my computer and do this and no one else needs to know about it, right? Right. It's like you have to tell people what you're doing and then they want to get involved and then you don't know what domino tips when. Cause it's not, exactly. And it's not like you said when you started the blog, here's everything that's going to happen to me now. No, not it's at all. Like, that's the whole being open to the opportunities exactly. and just being, yeah, putting yourself out there to, to, to be open to whatever comes along. Yeah, and you start to see too like how much – I don't want to phrase this. Um, to go back to what your dad said mm-hmm. about when you say goodbye to something, it opens you up to new things. Mm-hmm. Just little things you start paying attention to more yeah. than anything. Like that's how that's almost how like you get involved. Is it's mm-hmm. like the, the, what I'll liken it to is if you are not in the market to buy a car, you never notice a car commercial when it's on TV. Oh, yeah. Selective perception. Car, right? Selective the perception. The moment you decide I need to buy a car soon, yeah. you pay attention to every single yeah. car commercial yeah. and every car bill. And you just see. notice, oh, my God, there's so many car commercials. Yes, exactly. And it's the same thing with, <laughs> yeah. with creative pursuits, right. with entrepreneurial ventures, whatever. It's like the moment you like, right, it's selective perception. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, this is what I'm involved in now. Yep. You start paying attention to all these little things Oh yeah, were well, happening this, before. Totally, totally. <laughs> so this is actually a really interesting one that's like, oh my gosh, all these things connecting. So um, I'm going to do a blog post about this um, soon. But uh, so again, post-election and like, okay, what are all these little things I can do? There are so many like apps and websites and like bots and all these cool things that can keep you like informed on what your representative is doing, how they're voting, like what bills are coming up, et cetera, et cetera. Like how you can, you know, voice your opinion. Um, and there's one called like daily action. And it literally like you, you send a text message to a number like start or whatever it is. And every single day it sends you like one action to do, like call your representative and say like, I, I want you to vote on this or I want whatever it is. But it, and it gives you like the whole backstory. You can click on a link. 
and literally you click a button it says contact your representative you click that button and it directs me to my congressperson like mm-hmm. right to their secretary's phone and then i tell her hi this is victoria da, 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 whatever so so i've been doing that um you know and I, I do it a few times a week not necessarily every day but so like before that i did not even know who my representative was right. and now i know it's like representative danny davis mm-hmm. and i talk to his yeah. like admin all the time um but what's so what's really cool is um, I was recently at this event um, trying to like be more connected in my neighborhood and in the West Loop and so I'm like an ambassador for this meditation bar that's just gone in um, and so I was at like a groundbreaking event for a library the public library that's cool. going to be opening down the street and Alderman Burnett was there so I was chatting with him and then this girl who owns a yoga studio in the neighborhood um, she she was there and I know her because she also teaches at Soho House where I teach and we've emailed mm-hmm. anyways she's there and I start chatting with her and she's like well actually i have a background in politics and i'm gonna run for office and i'm like that's amazing like what are you gonna run for and she's like i'm actually gonna run for u.s congress and and then so then we're talking more and i said oh do you know about rodham consulting which is this other really interesting consulting group um a a group of women who like basically yeah that's what they (laughs) named themselves after yes um this group of women in chicago who have like backgrounds in running campaigns and all that sort of stuff and they basically built this consultant agency to support women running for office in the Chicago area. It's super cool. And so also I heard about them after the election when I was in my I want to become a senator (laughs) phase. And I like (laughs) have gone to a couple of their events that they do and whatever. And of course I said to her, have you talked to Rodham Consulting? Yes, yes. They're the ones that are actually like, you know, helping to back me. And um and I said, Who what's the seat that you're running for? Who are you running against? She's like, Well, I'm actually running against a 20 year incumbent, Danny Davis. And I was like, Oh my gosh, all my world's gliding. I call his <laughs> office like, you know, three times a week. Anyway, so long story short, it's just when you like he's always been my representative right. like she's always lived down the street there you know all of these things have like been here i just hadn't opened my eyes to them and now they're all connecting and it's like so cool and so yeah, i get these emails like about your representative voted on this bill and i forward it to her and i was like maybe one day i'll get these emails about you and you know it's just cool when you <laughs> it's, it's just the whole idea of like opening yourself up there are so many things going on that you can be a part of and like you know, as cheesy as it says, but like they help discover your inner awesome of like how you can be connected and and you know be engaged with with people and in, in all these different capacities. Yeah. So, long story short. No, totally. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, let's do this to wrap up. So, so first, just so we have it in one place, yeah. and so the listeners know. Um, where can they so your Instagram your blog yes. what are the links almonds and asana so asana A-S-A-N-A is like the physical practice of yoga um, and I, I like almonds I make almond milk every week <laughs> so you can remember it that way almondsandasana.com is my blog um, and then you can follow me at almondsandasana on Instagram Twitter Facebook it's all the same name um, so yeah that's where you can find me cool um, and then as far for anyone in the Chicagoland area which is a lot of our audience actually, yeah um, where do you teach? So I teach at Bare Feet Power Yoga in the West Loop, both locations at the studio and the loft. Um, I teach at Soho House, also in the West Loop. My whole life seems to be over here in the <laughs> West Loop. Um, I teach at um, a corporate gym. If you happen to work at River Point Tower, come down on Tuesdays <laughs> at noon. I teach in the gym. It's a free class. Um, 
And then I also teach at um, a studio in Glenview called Samadhi um, on Wednesday evenings, which is really nice. And at this super cool, um, it's not just yoga, it's called Spenga. So it's spin, strength, and yoga all in like one class. You do 20 minutes of each. Um, and I also teach at the Glenview location there on Monday evenings. Cool. Yeah. All right. So then here's how I'd like to conclude the episode. Um, as we always have, you know, a question that needs to be answered Okay. the show. Uh -oh, um, dun, dun, dun. So, we've, so we've gotten the, the awesome scoop on who you are and everything and your background and whatnot. Um, my question for you, and I'll, I'll go first, Okay. is what do you hope to gain out hmm. of this show? I knew that's where this was going. <laughs> um, for me, what I, what, I hope to, what I hope that you gain or what I hope to like give you out of this show is um, putting people in your path not everyone's going to be able to help you out, mm -hmm. and you're not going to be able to help everyone out, but I am hoping to be able to put people and ideas in your path that are going to push forward your own mission. Yep. Um, and and while there's going to end up being more and more people in like the tech community who are guests on this show, and that's mm -hmm. not necessarily like your world, quote yeah. unquote, I think, there's, I think you're going to get a lot of value out of becoming a part of that community. Totally. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's basically in line with what I'm hoping to get out of it, too, is um, connection, you know, like connecting with people, not just like networking, but I mean, connecting with people on like a deeper level to, um, you know, understand what's going on in their life or in their business and sort of opening those perspectives up to me. Um, because, again, the more you ask questions and the more you're open to it the more opportunities come around. So yeah, I have no idea. Maybe in a year from now, I'll be doing something totally different because of someone I met on this sure. show. Or maybe not. Um, but yeah, just having that opportunity to connect and, and, and learn. Yeah. And it'll, it'll be nice too to have a... This show has never had a consistent female voice on it. Yes. We've had female guests, <laughs> but never a consistent female host. Awesome. Um, and it, I think it's actually going to be even more interesting now because without even realizing it, so the whole like diversity thing is really funny to me mm -hmm. because you know there are things that are like oh we got to focus on diversity and when I look back at our our guest list over the years like we've had so many women guests on the show um, a bunch of people of color on mm -hmm. the show and it never crossed my mind at any point like oh we got to get more women or oh we got to get more people of yeah, color it just, it just happened it just, organically because yeah. yeah. I'm just like oh people are interesting let's yeah. talk um, and like there have been stretches where of the show where it's been like six straight women guests in a row. Super cool. And, and I don't even realize it until, you know, like way after the fact. Mm -hmm. So um, what's going to be pretty cool, you know, moving forward is while we've had a lot of women guests in the past, it's been two guys talking to one girl. Mm -hmm. Now it's going to be two girls talking to one guy. Yeah. And I've it, it never struck me before as like, is this conversation, even though we're not necessarily talking about anything like gender related, mm -hmm. is it potentially... Like this never occurred guided before. By. Is it potentially yeah guided by or more difficult for that person mm. because it's two guys talking to one girl? Interesting. And now I'm gonna find out. Yeah, the other way. It, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna find out that answer. Is it potentially a harder conversation to have when it's two mm. girls talking to one guy? Interesting. I'm curious to see that too. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Victoria Cohen, thank you for doing the Who Is Victoria Cohen bonus episode. Yes. Loyal listeners of the Discover Your Inner Awesome podcast, season seven will begin soon. We are shooting for early June 2017, so just around the corner. 
Um, if you have guest recommendations, please send an email to R-A-J-I-V, that's my name, Rajiv, at discoveryourinnerawesome.com. You can check out our last six seasons at discoveryourinnerawesome.com, a huge archive of uh, 81 episodes there over the last six seasons and two years. And look forward to new episodes. If you have not yet subscribed to our email list, you can also do that at discoveryourinnerawesome.com. Every Monday, you'll automatically get the new episodes sent to your inbox. Please also subscribe via iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcasting platform you listen to this show on. And you know what? Ratings and reviews are also super helpful to us because more people get to find the show then. Hence, more people can discover their inner awesome. We will see you next time when Season 7 begins shortly. But in the meantime, she is Victoria Cohen, a.k.a. VC Money. We'll see if that nickname sticks. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I am Raj Nation. You have been listening to a bonus episode of the Discover Your Inner Awesome podcast. We will see you next time. But in the meantime, take care and be awesome today.